Imagine that touch. Someone sees you. Someone cares about you when you've been rejected. Someone actually physically reaches out to you. Heals you and brings you back into community. You can go back to your family and your friends. Someone wasn't afraid when they saw you. Someone crossed a boundary that no one else would cross. Because they saw that your basic human dignity. Trying to put myself in the place of that leper. You know, the, the real problem with leprosy wasn't the disease. This is not the disease that we know as modern leprosy that was contagious and, and actually caused the, the, uh, the destruction of the body. This was, could be just like a psoriasis, a scaly skin. But in the time of Jesus, people saw that as a mark that you were not in God's favor. And so as you heard in the first reading, you had to live away from others. So being healed was less about being relieved of pain. It was more about being relieved of the suffering that comes from being alone, rejected, forgotten. On the other side of the barrier, the border. Jesus crossed that, risking that he would also be rejected, pushed aside because he touched the leper. And he gives us a, a model of courage, a model of living to how to find God's goodness and, and power and healing in our lives. And as I was thinking about this gospel, I was thinking about a woman that I, whom I know who just talked with me this week. Uh, her name is Katie Marr. She's in Arlington Heights. She, her son volunteered at the program I direct as a tutor for young men seeking asylum in our nation, 18 to 22 years old, who have nowhere to live while they wait their, their asylum proceedings. And she called me and said, I really need to talk with you. I've got to do something. Got to do something because I see some real suffering in the world. And I thought, well, you're already doing something, Katie, because she's a COVID nurse. Talk about crossing barriers. encountering and bringing healing and community to people who are, by medical reasons, have to be isolated. She's already kind of a hero in my book. But she said, I got to do something more because I see the pain that's going on down in the border and all the suffering 
at our southwestern border. And I'm a nurse. And I know there's a lot of people hoping to, to, to get asylum and protection in our nation who right now are huddled in dangerous, disease-ridden camps awaiting for their proceedings. i got to go down and do something. Can you put me in touch with, with someone who could accept a nurse's assistance? And because of the work I do, full-time work in immigration, working with asylum seekers, I have contacts at the border. I put her in touch with a group, an agency, a Catholic agency in Arizona. And they said, thank God you contacted us, Katie. We need medical professionals because we see a lot of migrants, both on this side of the border and in Mexico, who need medical help for a lot of reasons. So she'll be traveling there. She said to me, my friends won't understand why I'm doing this. Some may think it's kind of crazy. But I feel compelled to reach out because I see that suffering. Really humbled me. Really humbled me. I mean, again, she's a COVID nurse. But she is close enough to God and this Jesus where she has let her heart be troubled by suffering not just in the hospitals where she works, but in the lives of the migrants huddled in our borders. And following Jesus' example, she's reaching out not just to bring them some healing, but to bring them community and to remind them that of their human dignity, the fact that they're worth it, and the fact that she cares, that she will cross a border, literally, to bring healing and community, and the message that you are not forgotten, not alone. She is an example for me, for all of us, I think. I think um, Lent's coming up. And I think this reading, this gospel, is a really good challenge for me, maybe for all of us. And we think about what are the boundaries that keep us, maybe, from each other, from doing Christ's work uh, from, therefore, encountering Christ and Jesus in a deeper level. We all probably have them. You know, sometimes, and this is true in my life, the boundaries are inside me. The, the leper lives inside me. Past mistakes or sins um, hurts, betrayals, bad habits that maybe I kind of like the leopard. I don't want to touch it, you know? Does that make sense? It's like there's some stuff inside at times. It's like I'd rather not look at that part of myself, that brokenness. Um, and it's easy in our society to kind of not do that. 
because we can stay very busy with a million things, whether it's just trying to keep family and kids fed, to keep careers going, to get homework done. And then you have a ton of other distractions out there that can keep us and provide a safety, a blanket that we can hide under so we don't have to look at maybe what's broken within us. It needs Jesus's touch. That needs to be a little bit more integrated. But there are, then, we, then we miss some of the fullness of life. Some of the community. I mean, maybe it's something that keeps our relationships kind of iffy, or maybe it's some bad relationships. Maybe it's some relationships we need to reconcile. I think that's a good time we talk about fasting, to, fa to identify not just what we want to give up in terms of maybe foods, but is there a practice, is there a distraction that is hiding some brokenness, some pain, suffering within? Um, I got to look at it. And if the guy with the fancy clothes looks at it, then maybe it's good for all of us. I think the other thing about this reading is, and this is something that's very clear, is Jesus is reaching out to those most ostracized. As I said, not because they were really physically sick, but because they, had a, they were condemned by God because of that mark or those marks. Um, and he's bringing them into community, into relationship, into healing. We have those folks all around us in our world, the others, and you know, I see a lot of some young people here. They might be some of the young people in your schools, if you're in school. Some of the young people who are made fun of, put down, attacked on Snapchat, social media. Who are the lepers that kids pile on or reject? They might be folks uh, who we see in on the street corners. So I live, I work in the suburbs, that's where our ministry is. But I live in Chicago and there's always folks on the corners. And talk about modern day lepers. You know, uh, those folks are looking for someone to not just maybe to give them a little bit of financial assistance, but like Jesus to recognize, hey, this is a human being on this corner in the cold. I don't know why she or he is there, but it's a human being. How do we reach out and recognize, even through a moment of greeting and prayer, hey, I don't have anything to give you. Or maybe you have a bottle of water you can give out. Or maybe you give a dollar. It's up to you. But God bless you, and I'll say a prayer for you. I think Lent is a time, we talk about almsgiving. We're the alms. How do we give ourselves a little bit more to folks ostracized? How do we take those risks? May not be popular to stand with that kid being made fun of. Uh, like my friend Katie, it may not make sense to some to go down into migrant encampments to help those folks. It might not make sense to some. Um, 
it may take away from work, from fam, from uh, fun, from from resume building, whatever, to give time on a regular basis to people on the outs. It might be women in crisis pregnancies who are looking to try to bring life into the world, but are feeling alone and lacking in community. You know? So that's another thing to think about. And finally, I, when we do all that, We've got, thank you, Jesus, Jesus. Because as we know, and all of us who have looked inside and dealt with brokenness or trauma or pain or rejection or sin, know it's hard and can be scary. You know, but that's why Jesus is seeing us and reaching out to us and saying, let me heal you. Let me heal what's broken in you and strengthen your relationships, bring you more fully in the community. Let me encourage you and strengthen you and walk with you so you can reach out to the people ostracized. And so that's why in Lent we also look at prayer. That relationship we need with each other in Jesus and Eucharist, this is an excellent form of prayer where we're strengthened through the Eucharist to do things that some people might think are crazy and to look inside even when it hurts or we don't want to see it. And that personal prayer where we are reaching our hands up saying, hey, I can't do this without you. Lift me up like you lifted up that leper and help me find the life and help me bring the life to others that only you can bring, Jesus. So as we move forward into Lent, this is a good gospel passage to hold on to. Is there that part within us that we don't want to look at, but with Jesus' help, we can bring healing to? Who are those folks across the boundaries of our lives that need us with the guidance and strength of Jesus to reach out to? And how can we strengthen our relationship through Eucharist and prayer with the power of God, the power that heals individuals and societies. Consider joining me these, uh, the next few evenings, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And so we can dig deeper, more deeply into these issues and take, I won't just blabber at you for 50 minutes. And I'm getting ready to shut up too, so you know. It's okay. Um, but the other thing is, give yourselves, in the toughest year of probably of your lives, as we enter this Lent, why not give yourselves an hour over three evenings? Not just to, just to hear me, but we're going to take some significant time just to sit quietly and reflect. And we're going to take some time to pray together to really kick off Lent 
with some of these questions that I just kind of preluded a little bit tonight. Um, as for Katie, uh, along with Jesus healing the leper, let's all keep her in our prayers as a COVID nurse, but also as a heroic woman showing the best of our Christian and our national values by going down to the border where there's so much suffering, crossing the, the border and the boundary to bring healing, to bring Christ, to bring community. So God bless you all.